You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the 3M Podcast. My name is DJ. My name's Charlie. My name is Sean. Couple friends telling spooky stories, funny jokes. Guys, we don't know what the f*** happened to the audio so we're sorry it's going to be a little janky this episode but it will be normal next episode we'll guarantee it back to it it's the holiday season we hope uh it's treating you well you're in good company even if that company is listening to us right now and if that's the case uh i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry there wasn't a better option but (laughs) we're happy we're happy to be with all of you who are listening right now. So happy holidays, stay safe, take care of each other, drink safe, and uh, whatever holiday you celebrate, we hope it's good. Yeah. Yo, this year we wanted to, uh, or this year, (laughs) this episode we wanted to uh, try something a little little different. A little different for our uh, intro. So what we're gonna be doing here, boys, is a draft. Now, what we'll be doing, is picking our teams of favorite Christmas movie characters. Yay! So across all of Christmas cinematography, you can pick any uh, character and we'll fill out a five man or woman or thing roster. So we'll be rolling to see who goes first with our 20 sided dies. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> um, Deed, you got one over there? I don't. You're going to have to roll for me. Okay. Charles, you got one? Yes, sir. Okay. So I'm rolling for Charles for, or for DJ first. 14. Rolling for myself. Oh, shit. 20, dude. Shit. Uh, you can Damn come it. look, too. You can come look. I promise I'm not. <laughs> I trust this you. Up, I dude. trust you. I trust you. Okay, ready? Yes, yes, yes. It's 11. <laughs> Charles. So it's going to be Sean, then me, then Charles. Five rounds in this draft. Christmas movie characters. I think I need a little help. Like, is it just like you want the dopest character or like, you are they going to fight? You like, can what are we doing with them? Any character for any reason. And you okay. can also just be, you can explain your reason as well as you pick them for your team. And it can be because they're dope, because you want them to fight for you. It can be anything. Yeah, I kind of like have fighting strats in my mind. So I feel like that's what, that's how that's going to inform a lot of my that's decisions. That's kind of what I was thinking too. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I don't know if I thought about that, but we'll see where this goes. So, okay, look at us. 
all I festive with it. Never wanted to roll a twenty more than right now because I right know, now, I know for a fact. Okay, think of it. I know your guys' favorite Christmas movies. I know at least one or two that you guys will pick. And I doubt that either of you would have picked mine, but I wanted to make sure. Because my number one draft choice for this year's Christmas character draft is going to be because he's the kind of guy you can depend upon in any type of terrorist activity. I'm in shambles. I'm in shambles. I'm picking John McClane. Upset. From upset. Upset. Best upset. Christmas movies ever die hard bro you can have his i knew his i knew crawling I knew. ass <laughs> his welcome to the party ass. pal honestly yeah. we, the world has been a better place since since john mcclane made it home for christmas yeah so I, I knew for a fact that was going to be your number one pick bro <laughs> sean gets a cop <laughs> john mcclane okay okay dj that's a that's a strong pick Sean um, definitely dude. towards the top, especially in the meme world. Like it's, it's on the the upper echelon of of picks for Christmas movie characters. But my first, what does he say? What does he say? Like he's like crawling with the lighter. He's like, come out to the coast. He's gonna yeah. go babes. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, is when he's got like his lighter and he just dropped down the elevator shaft and grabbed onto the uh, extra like ventilation shaft. He's crawling through it. Yeah. He's down in the ventilation shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. DJ. My first pick. This sucks. I'm last. <laughs> <laughs> I I know for a fact none of y'all thought about this first pick. We'll see. Which we'll see. I, I I'm I'm positive that you haven't <laughs> thought about this for a first round pick or any round pick. Uh and honestly, shame on you for not, because my first round pick is Baby Jesus Christ. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> y'all ever heard about that guy? <laughs> y'all forgot about the reason yeah, for for this season? Did you see uh, the movie The Nativity? Well, it's based on a true story. So, bro, put, he wasn't in my top ten. I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting uh, Baby Jesus as uh, my number one pick. Well, That's what is he gonna strong, do? Get bro. you some Son of water God? into yeah, wine, bro. Dude, number one in my heart. Maybe number one on, on the water. Yeah. Dude, water into formula, baby Jesus. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him this recess right now. <laughs> this is my gift. That's Reese's I come bearing for the Lord. Honestly, what if Jesus ate a recess right now? I think he'd be he'd pretty be blunt. Pretty happy with it. He turned. He turned. He wouldn't do water into wine anymore. Just be rocks into Reese's. Reese's bro, the greatest <laughs> miracle. Okay, God, Charles. I, I would. I would reconvert. <laughs> damn i don't know i'm in an upset all right for my first pick i'm thinking defense i'm thinking strategy i'm thinking chef i'm thinking fits all around okay. dope fits honestly has has informed a lot of my winter wear chef. we're going uh yeah dude kevin McAllister. Kevin what are you guys talking oh, about what? <laughs> I knew Bro, he was going to be a first pick for sure, but I didn't. I, I wasn't thinking about him cooking. But. <laughs> He's such a thoughtful boy, dude. Bro, you're protecting number one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't dude, know. we're winning. I, don't, I think honestly, I think that cancels out baby Jesus. It's like pretty equal. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. But, but yeah, yeah, Kevin McAllister coming out strong. Honestly, one of the most iconic Christmas characters there ever walked. 
maybe second to Jesus, whatever. Yeah. Dude, Kevin uh, McAllister is like like a LeBron James pick, honestly. Yeah, honestly. If LeBron was good. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah, Home Alone is like in everyone's top three Christmas movies, I oh, swear. Yeah, for sure. It's too easy. The it's too only easy flaw, to pick. He only has one flaw. He only likes cheese pizza. Oh, yeah. Bro. Get hey, out of grow here. up. I, grow up, you four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cut him some He's slack. He's like eight. I cut him some slack. He be he be he befriends the homeless, yeah. You know, yeah. He gives back, dude. He yeah. donates. Iconic. That's true. That's a good. That is a good pick. Good first. Pick. All right. He was on thank my you, list. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So for my second pick, and you guys might want to throw the challenge flag with this the second pick because it's it's not a character. It's a characters. I'm okay, picking. Well. I'm picking <laughs> the ELFSs from Santa Claus. Oh. <laughs> First of all, nerd, bro, for no <laughs> effective that. liberating flight squad. They're on my team, oh. bro. <laughs> bro, you ever rewatched that movie? Do you realize how many of them are in the background? Hundreds. Like from the very first scene, if you look in the background, you know when like Tim Allen takes them to that budget ass place for food and they're all sad and depressed and it's like a bunch of single dads. Which like my dad did with me oh, after him okay, and my mom yeah, got yeah. divorced. That's <laughs> took me to took me to Ryan's place once for Thanksgiving, and I was like, "Damn, divorce finally! <laughs> this is the worst part of it." <laughs> uh, anyway, side note. But if if you look in the background of that scene, all these kids have ears, bro. I like had never are, noticed, bro. They're throughout that whole movie. Next time you watch Santa Claus eye down every child you see. And look I'm at their not going to be eyeing down any children. <laughs> no, do <but> it. Pause. <laughs> Literally pause the video and do that. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Elves, they they have jetpacks. They have tinsel, yeah. which my dumbass thought that was real. I thought tinsel could do that Dude, tinsel's when not I was real. little. No, no. I, you what know the, how they use it to cut through yeah, bars? Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. I thought that was a thing too. Bro. We'll take Don't it. Don't be foolish. We'll take it. <laughs> that's solid. They have cocoa. They're like 400 years old. Oh, stirred not or shaken, not stirred, bro. Dude, they know your order. <laughs> that's strong Amazing. too because it's not a singular entity. It's a yeah, whole team. Are it's a whole squad. So, okay, I love that. Cool. All right, real quick. Shout out Oselli. Oselli's here. What's up? Shout out Oselli. What's up? We're doing we're doing a draft. So Christmas movie character draft. If you look at the screen, <laughs> it might tell you. <laughs> but we get dude. Oh damn. Dude, Kale, shut the f up because pick number two, pick number two is Turbo Man for me, boy. <laughs> my favorite, by far, my favorite Christmas movie, dude. It's it's too easy. So if we're trying to fight, dude, Turbo Man, put the cookie down, <laughs> Jamie. Damn it! He was on my list next, bro. I was so excited to be like, y'all didn't even think of no. Dude, I'm so excited. It's my favorite Christmas movie. I watch it almost every year. So Turbo Man. I mean, you y'all can pick Buster if you want. <laughs> Turbo Man sidekick, you know. Yeah, that's gonna God, be a hard pass for me. So I got a, uh, I got Turbo Man for my number two Turtle pick. Man. Uh, honestly, I also like. In my uh, bank of potentials, if you guys like cross one of these off, like Sinbad is in there. What's his? <laughs> dude, I have like, what's his I name? Like Thirty. I can't remember really. what his name is, but you can throw Sinbad. That's that's all you need, dude. If that's Kale, shut up. Yeah, it is Kale. Kale, <laughs> you're ruining it, dog. No, you're taking some of mine. <laughs> Shader's full. Okay, isn't that his line? <laughs> or the uncle or cousin Eddie? All right. 
All right, is it to me? Yeah, yeah finish up yeah. the round for us. All right, here we go. Obviously. And I'm going to I'm going to claim this is obvious. You guys are dumb. You you stupid for not thinking about this. Uh and I'm going to claim we'll the Christmas presents that he gets. But we're going with my main man, the chosen one, <laughs> the scarred boy himself, the spectacled spectacle, Harry Potter. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was, gonna, I, I was going to I was going to push I'm back terrible. on Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> we get the invisibility cloak. Yo, Harry, right off the bat. <laughs> that okay, in for, a fire bolt. <laughs> for years, I have uh seen the arguments Against for Harry Potter for. being or not being a Christmas movie, and I have to respectfully uh disagree with it being a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay, on the terms or grounds of what? lunacy <laughs> mental instability why do i have to explain myself because that's this because i made a we claim because i made a claim <laughs> yeah. dude it's just because it why why is it a christmas movie there's a christmas scene happy in christmas, it Harry. they say happy christmas at one point it come it came out in december done, done. just because it came out in december <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, then John McClain, John McClane then is up for up for grabs. No, that's, hey, no it, he's that's all Christmas. Seriously, trying to get home. Like I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the main, the original. I'll the be main home thing. for Christmas, dude. I will grant you leniency if uh, you grant me the same leniency for a, a future pick of mine. Okay, put put an asterisk next to Harry Potter because we might have to do like some subs. Because <laughs> if yours is just stupid, then. Like it's Godzilla or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll give it to you. You know what? I'll give it to you. We can't change it. This is yeah, your pick. We'll you can't change it, it we'll in, in, in the NBA drafts. Like it's just how it Someone is. Someone said, why would you not choose Hermione over Harry? Bro, if we're being honest, I'd probably choose Ron over both of those fools. Uh, Ron, Ron is, is like, like the, the chillest, chillest one. R- but anyway, R.I.P. Hagrid. Uh, oh, damn. True, bro. dude. Oh, in real life. I was like, uh, did he die? I don't remember. IRL, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that happening in the books. Okay. Yeah. That concludes our second round. Okay. Moving on into to the round third three starting for with me. Sean, yes. I'm gonna I'm picking uh for, for just the all around power and 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 presence, he's going to be just ruining people's Christmases. Gimme Krampus. Damn oh. it. <laughs> I knew it. I, dude, I'm going to start predicting because I knew that one. I knew one of you two were going to pick Krampus for sure. Which one? Perfect. Or just the Krampus. I, I love how this also turns into like uh, just like holiday characters. Like Jesus and Krampus. Dude, Krampus actually had a movie. Jesus, I Jesus did not. Have yes, I told you the yeah. nativity movie. Oh, that's whack. That's a boring ass. <laughs> We were going for the best movies. We're just talking about the characters. Okay. This third pick for me, this is where I'm going to need your leniency. We'll see. We'll see. And if you don't give it to me, I I don't care. (laughs) I'm set in stone with this, but likewise with the ELF, ELF, FSs, ELFSs, um, it is also a team. They you know are fast and loose with these rules, bro. They are. They are. <laughs> they weren't number one at the Olympics, but they're number one in our hearts. I have the Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, <laughs> I was going uh, to say that earlier, but I was like, is that a Christmas movie? It just has snow. As in penguins and ice and ice <laughs> cream. And and Eskimos <laughs> and penguins and ice. So kiss my lucky egg. 
Okay, Charles, if you want to pick a collective entity as one of yours, go for okay. it because we both already all have the one. all the wizarding world. Switch Harry <laughs> Potter to all the wizarding world. Here we go then. I'm gonna do an upset on my list. I'm just gonna freaking wild card. We're gonna go with Gizmo Shit! from Gremlins. That was gonna be my next pick, bro. Yes, that's a classic, Beach. classic pick. <laughs> it was between Gizmo and the old Asian dude at the antique shop because he was cool. <laughs> but last minute, Gizmo. I've never seen Gremlins, bro. Bro, you need to ground it. You're an idiot. <laughs> I've never seen Gremlins. <laughs> Go so, watch it, dude. Maybe I will. Do it, man. It's fun. I know it's, it's a classic. Time. I know it's a classic. Yeah, it is. You do need to watch it. It's good. I okay for my fourth round here we're gonna keep with the uh, theme of my last pick just gonna be its presence is is doom and potential death and the ability to make you make decisions give me the ghost of Christmas future (laughs) I had a different ghost (laughs) I love it okay this one, uh, this one's a, a family-friendly pick. <laughs> Lame, <laughs> but unexpected. Is it Elf? No, but it is Lame. a character from Elf, and I'm going with the narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you better not the be in the water from fighting Elf. against. <laughs> so my team, my team, reference. my team takes the seas, my guy. Whoa. <laughs> The seas and the snow. There's just a narwhal. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly who you're talking about too. Yeah. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Yep. <laughs> Damn. All right. Strong Which that's that's that scene is uh, hilarious because uh, the director was paying homage to all the old school like like stop motion kind of not films. claymation but stop motion animated films like the original. Yeah, you got your. Uh, is it Frosty? It's not Frosty the Snowman. Well, Frosty the Snowman. Is it? You got Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, Rudolph is the Jack one that Frost, I'm thinking about. You got, yeah. But anyway, cool. Very good. All right. Hit us, Charles. Um, okay. Strong picks, you guys. But I'm about to kill it. Sean, I've, I had Ghost of Christmas past just because I thought he looked cooler. Um, I mean, but depends. you're right. It doesn't help me at all. Cause like he can just show me what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> Check out your mistakes, stronger. bro. Yeah. 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 I'm like, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Learn Go, from like, them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know what my team, I think I want to go with the theme of like absolute goblins, like people who just mess it up, mess things up. Um, I have gremlins on there, but this guy is a gremlin. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to go with the ginger bully from Christmas story. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I have a photo reference if you need. With that raccoon hat on, dude. Oh, dude. (laughs) Just a a monster. Bro, yeah. He was just ruining people's Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) But that's mine. I want, want, you know, the element of crime on my team. My last pick is also going to be within that suit. (laughs) Of just straight up deceit. (laughs) If Sean doesn't pick it first. Okay, for my final. We're in our final round. Final pick of my Christmas movie character draft. I am going to be picking the character most similar to myself besides John McClane 
in that his heart oh is gosh. way too small. Give me the Grinch. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Animated or Carrie? Give me Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey, dude. I was surprised that wasn't earlier on people's <laughs> lists. That's true. Like he could have he could have gone in the second round. Dude, we have a we have a deviant final round. I don't know if any of you thought about this movie, but I'm gonna have to go with Lucy from Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's ginger kid vibes. Ginger yeah, bully exactly. vibes. She is the most deviant, dude. Absolute monster. <laughs> yeah. So that concludes my my top five picks. <laughs> Is it me? Back to me? Yeah, it's back yeah. to you. I'm sorry. I'm, I just, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you who I was going to pick, but I just switched out of nowhere. I was going to do. We can talk about, we can talk about like, uh, honorable, like mentions. Fr- honorable mentions, free agents afterwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it for sheer strength and craziness. No, nah, that's stupid. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Just go with your favorite. Just go with your gut, dude. All right, this one just speaks for itself. I'm going to go with the hot who from uh, Whoville. <laughs> the who lady. When she puts up her lights, you know what I mean? By shooting them on the on the building. That's true. As a Damn, child, that, that awoke was making... something. That woke something inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Christmas. <laughs> I was going to say baby Grinch for the, his strength. Oh, true. Um, and his shaving. And he's a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> all right who else were you guys gonna uh, dj oh, can you pull up this some is, of my photos this is uh, these are some solid yeah some sorry solid i didn't options. i didn't want to spoil it um well let's the way before we do that let's talk whose team is the best bro i think i have the best team here sean has a good one <laughs> i mean I, you guys have magic and jesus but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we both have magic <laughs> i i i wasn't thinking about like fighting i was just thinking about like the best characters with whatever that means, you know? <laughs> no, I picked mine designed for, for combat. Hmm. Bro, I have Kevin McAllister, though. I have, I have We're not Harry sneaking Potter. in your house. We're blowing it up. Gremlin's dog. <laughs> Ginger Bully. He probably has like a, a, a slingshot. He probably does. I want to open up a poll real quick, and then we can talk about like honorable oh, yeah, mentions and bring up pictures. Give me a second. Okay, yeah. You guys decide who had the best. Who has the best draft picks, dude? My I next, have Macaulay Culkin. If we were going uh, for more of like a fighter context, I for sure would have put in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. That's not a bad choice. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I also there were a couple on my list that I didn't get to. Obviously, I would have had Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. If it got dark, oh. you can see, bro. I don't know. He's just lighting up the battlefield. Boo. Lu- Rudolph, Ru- <laughs> Rudolph's such a bitch, bro. <laughs> None of the he other reindeers like him. <laughs> for good reason. For good reason. <laughs> um, I, I had uh, Jack Skellington as well. Oh, I had that. that. Yeah, and uh, Oogie Boogie. Ooh. He would have been good. Pick. I had Christmas Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, shoot, dude. That would have uh, been a good one. Harry and Marv, Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, we we've been through them all. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> I also had a so originally I had Charlie Brown, but as we we're going through this, I called the Audible and switched to Lucy. <laughs> just because I don't know. It'll try to match the vibe more of everyone else. <laughs> but Charlie Brown was more of like a heartwarming movie pick. And along those lines, I also had <gasps> oh, Sean had 83%. 
Let's you did go. Have zero. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody trusted in Turbo Man. <laughs> or the Jamaican bobsled team, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Looks like our uh our chat doesn't value black lives, so it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um animal. Yeah. <laughs> no going, going, going going along with a heartwarming pick, I had Mary Hatch. Mary Hatch. from It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, life. Dude, that movie's so good, and not only just a good Christmas movie, it's like one of the best movies of all time. Dude, It's a Wonderful Life is a good movie. Like, I actually enjoy watching that, too. Fantastic. My film. only, like, pick that was kind of uplifting that I missed out on was Yukon Cornelius. He was, he was Who's also, that? bro, also from uh, one of those old stop motion animated films. It's an easy costume for me because it's a red beard and a beanie. <laughs> but he very likes, nice, he saves nice. the day, so. Fire. I love it. That's all uh, I have. You want look at some of the photos I had yeah. real quick? Yeah, I gotta switch over. Give me a second here. Oh, this is the homegirl from uh Hell yeah, brother. Oof. Whatchamacall? From Whoville? <laughs> yeah, from Whoville. Who is Would this? Have been bro? A good pick, dude. Yeah, what is that That's from? Saint Nick himself, dude. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a saint on my team. <laughs> well, I got the Lord and Savior, so <laughs> yeah. I did not even, he didn't cross my mind literally, literally once. <laughs> I, didn't that's why I was like, shame on you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're bad people, dude. Look at that. I want his ass on my Dude, team. yeah, he's terrifying. You know what they say? Like, keep your enemies closer, you know? <laughs> Too good. Uh, we we could have said, like, the wise men. We could have said, coulda, dude. <laughs> the innkeeper. The angel Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm dumb. Turtle man. Oh, so good. Bro, that movie is goaded, bro. <laughs> so good. Okay, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've seen that movie like once, and I can't remember it at all. Uh, bro! I, I've watched this movie so many times on VHS. <laughs> rewind it. Watch exactly. it again. I would rewind specific parts of uh, me and my cousin when we were little kids. Just <laughs> so damn funny. <laughs> Put the cookie down! <laughs> Dude, Arnold's greatest movie, probably. This was also one of my... Uh, one of my picks because I also love this movie. Just wholesome, Very classic, classic. Yeah, I put this on my top five Halloween or Halloween <laughs> uh, Christmas <laughs> films ever. All right, Sean, I guess you win. Whatever, <laughs> by a long shot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, we need to. I, I need to look at that again. Sean wins with John McClane, the ELFSs, Krampus, Ghost of Christmas Future, and The Grinch. That's pretty strong. Dude. I felt foresight of Ghost of Christmas Future. That's pretty dope. He, we're going to know what happens in every fight. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. <laughs> dope. That was, a, that, was, that was a fun idea. Yeah, thank you, Deej. You're welcome. Y'all want to get into stories? Yeah, we should just go in the order that we rolled already. Okay. Uh, guys, tonight I'm especially excited. We've been doing a little bit of deep dives into subjects for a while where we really dissect and dive deep <laughs> into a subject. Are you telling me uh, what a deep but, dive is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, but tonight, we're taking it back to our roots. We're doing user-submitted scary stories. Let's go. Let's go. Some of my favorite. Who's up? Sean? I'm going first today, guys. Hit it, boy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, 
when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you're needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, we want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest. Uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. Uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am. And you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 3am. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So, we've already said, these are all listener-submitted stories. This one was shared with video and photo evidence, which I'll get to last. Because there's a lot that actually goes on around here. So this is submitted by a listener, Michelle Fernandez, and she lives in Mendocino County, California. So up there in Northern California, Green Triangle, I believe is what they call it. Um, She has several stories all kind of revolving around the area that she lives in. The first being in her very own house. So when her parents bought the land and started building a house, they actually found kind of a lot. I mean, okay, let me just tell you, even finding one Native American artifact in what I'm digging up is a lot, is enough for me to be like, no, I'm dipping. They found several things, including Native American arrowheads during the excavation of the land to build the house. And it was actually said that this area in this town called Willits, California is haunted by the spirits of Yuki and Pomo Native American Indians that were murdered by American soldiers passing through the area. Classic. Not great. Her parents decided to build the house anyways, though. So maybe asking for it a little bit Uh, in the house, though, from time to time, they started to see a dark figure. And it would be wandering through the house or wandering down the hallways, like a dark hallway. And it didn't really do anything until one night. Michelle's brother was up late one night and heard something. He goes to look and this dark figure is charging towards him down the hallway and dissipates as it gets to him. Now, this character is really only in their house, but... This entire neighborhood also seems to be haunted by the spirits of Native Americans. In fact, just down the road, one of her neighbors, their house might be even worse. So the sisters in the house, they decided to play with, of course, a Ouija board. And they didn't have anything happen whilst they were playing with the board. But shortly after, weird things started to happen in their house. 
They would hear scratching from within the walls. They would hear things being moved around the house, being placed in different places. And then when they would go check, like a mug would be somewhere else than where they put it. After a while, this thing started taking pictures of itself on their phones. Now, I don't know what kind of technological ability this entity has, but it started taking pictures and it appeared to be a shadowy figure with a big brimmed pilgrim like hat. Ew. Now the kids would see stuff like this. They would see the pictures. The mom would think that, that they're faking it one day while the mom of these kids, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Sorry. Um, but the mom is out in the, like out in their backyard doing like some yard work and it's kind of in the evening hours, kind of getting dark. She sees a black dog in their backyard and she calls after it. And when the dog turns to look at her, she said it had the face of a human. And then she GTFO'd, ran in the house. She calls a priest to come and check it out. Damn, hit him on the celly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I need you to come down here right away. <laughs> yeah. The priest <clears throat> comes over and... He says, you know, uh, this is kind of beyond my control. So he calls up a priest down in San Francisco. I need you to come up to Mendocino County. He comes up. Once he gets to the house, he has all of the family kind of gather around in a circle in the house and kind of form this prayer circle. And he says, whatever you do, don't open your eyes and don't pay any attention to it. They're like, uh... Okay, but they close their eyes, start praying. They start hearing things around them in the room, like things being replaced, things that are being moved around the room, including like what it sounded like coins being thrown down the hallway. All super weird. By the end of it, the priest is like, I'm sorry. This is also out of my control too. And he GTFOs. It's like, you're the professional dog. Yeah. So after this... They decide, you know what, let's contact a shaman instead. So they contact a shaman. He comes in and after walking around the house and the yard, he tells them that what is haunting their house is coming from the old stump in their backyard and it's been disturbed. So he goes over to the stump. He does this ritual and this prayer. And then he's like, you're good and leaves. Who said it was from the stump? The shaman did. <laughs> Not the priest. Not the priest was stumped. <laughs> the, <laughs> the priest was stumped. The shaman was like, nah, it is the stump. So <laughs> he does this ritual. And since that time, they haven't seen anything else in the house, but they have heard shit from time to time, like being moved around. It's just not as troublesome as it was before, allegedly. Like I said, these are all just kind of short stories from around where she lives. My last story here is Michelle's brother. He has a friend who allegedly has a weed farm out in the mountains in Mendocino County. And one night he's watching the farm and he starts to hear something off in the forest. He pulls out his phone and he starts recording. And this is the video that we have. If you want to play the video for him. Can you set it up again? Oh, 
Am I supposed to be hearing something? Can you... DJ, can you hear it? Yeah, I, I can hear it. Charles, you, you can't hear our you PC hear audio. It? Oh, is, okay. it going, is it going out to the viewers? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what you're hearing in this video is what sounds like a woman crying, maybe, out in the woods in Mendocino County in the Green Triangle. Okay, first of all, you're probably not going to make it that far. And if you are making it that far, like, what are you if you're not Bigfoot? So this guy, he's filming. It's dark, so you can't really see what's going on. You can just hear it. So then he gets to the place where he feel like where he thinks the sound is coming from, points his camera up into the trees and takes a picture and then goes back to the farm. And then once he gets back to the farm after he's done with his shift or whatever, he goes back to the picture and he brightens it up. And that is the picture that we have here. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So what we're seeing in this picture looks to be some thing up in these trees. You can see it has, you can see the two eyes that kind of be shining. It looks like there's some hair, like white hair coming down its shoulders. And it looks like it's kind of crouched on the branch, just kind of wrapped its hand around the tree. Bro, zoom in on this. So hard pass. If you see this, now he didn't know what it was as he was like, out there he just brightens it up when he gets back luckily he didn't see that but there is a legend around the area and this is the one that michelle told me about this is the old hag Ooh! before we continue i'm gonna play the video again so this was before they saw it. this was just the sounds they were hearing Dude, it's terrifying. It's yeah, dude. It's uh, I know you can't hear you on your end, Charles. It's just like it. uh, this, like weeping and wailing uh, oh. in the forest. It, it sounds I don't know, like they're speaking at one point. Yeah, but it's it's kind of incoherent. Like it exactly sounds, what they're articulating, but initially it sounds like it could be like like a coyote, like like crying mm -hmm. or like yelping. But then it sounds like it starts saying something like words goes back to yelping and then goes back to words again. And that's when he oh. started exploring and got, to here's this. the thing, dude, I've been out there in those Hills and, uh, a couple thing about them. Like they, it is remote. Like people, you won't, how do I say this before legalization? <laughs> a lot of weed was, uh, grown out there and people don't want you on their property. Mm -hmm. no. So it's not like you're, it's not like hikers are coming through. Like, no, these are fenced off huge, like plots of land that are like people intentionally made the roads really bad so that no one could drive up them to come see, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. hard to get around there. No one's just ac accidentally like walking around and it's not a place you go wandering because it is dangerous. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I just want to give like, it's not like LA. No, it's like, yeah, it's like the forest with armed people. You can even see a little bit of the fence like from their farm in the video. Cause he's right next to it as he's like filming. But yeah, like I went hiking out in Northern California on the lost coast a year and a half ago. And it's so remote. You can only hike out to the coast 
And then you have days to hike until you can even find an exit. So like these aren't even the coast where you can hike to. This is out in the forest, out in the middle of nowhere. It's nearly impossible to get to. And if you do get there next to a farm, people don't want you there. Like Charles is saying. So, okay. So what's the hag? The old hag is what they called it. And I did some digging myself for legends of the old hag or whatever the old hag is. And I found a legend in Yuki native American, like lore of an old hag, which was a woman who whilst wearing a bear, like, skin got caught in a bear trap and then somebody i'm guessing like uh some american soldiers or something like that came across her and then beat her to within an inch of her life the bear trap and then got beat and then once she's finally saved by her husband and brought back she like suffers for the rest of her short like life until she passes away and the legend is that that is the now old hag that will be in the forest. You'll hear her screaming and crying the same as while she was caught in the bear trap. And then apparently if you can catch a glimpse of it, this is, this is is what you see. Yeah. Fire. So she did mention she had like a couple of other stories that were like in that same area, but I'm going to save those for another time. These were just a couple of the ones for tonight. Sweet. Cool. Dude, that's wild. Yeah. Dude. Crazy photo. The video Crazy is video. great. Yeah. The photo is so great. Scary, bro. Oh. Shout out Michelle for sharing though. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Hell yeah. As a kid, what was your favorite place to play? Whether streets, it was like the in, streets. in the streets, <laughs> in the middle of traffic. Yeah. Was it the playground? Dude, I, had, I had a park, a playground park. And what it's kind of old school? Dude, it was huge wood. There was a pond like a forested area. It had a huge ass slide that I swear was like bigger than normal slides. Was it like the, the plastic ones or the metal ones? No, it was old wood. Everything was like, Oh yeah. Damn. I'm all surprised that like, I never caught a splinter on one of those like huge wooden jungle gyms. Yeah. But definitely that, or the, the, the freaking McDonald's play place, dude. Yeah. Somebody, somebody in chat just threw that in and the Chuck E. Cheese indoor playground. (laughs) But Chuck E. Cheese was like, (laughs) I mean, it was built for that. Like, remember, did you guys have a, did you guys have DZ like discovery zone? I think that was like a, a small chain, maybe big chain of like, there was one in Vegas that me and my cousins would go to me and Seth. We We went to it once really, and it blew my mind. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a even bigger. Sean, did you have that in possum trot? No, Kentucky. Uh, We also didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese or McDonald's or or cheese rats. No, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, government cheese and actual rats. Dude. <laughs> um, all of these are were way fun, way way nostalgic. But one thing that I always loved doing was playing in places I wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And one of those places was like the department store, oh. right? In all yes, the racks boy. of clothing yes. and in all the aisles, just like hiding in the cir- circular rack. Oh, and in the, there's like the crossbars in the middle. And I just like, uh-huh. you can't see my legs. And then I can like stand up and look real quick. <laughs> Those are always what? so fun. What is that? I don't that know. Like, that's universal. And it's just like, dude, that's the best feeling. <laughs> Honestly. And it's uh, that's uh, like we're losing malls nowadays because of like just country, the internet bro. age. 
So they're <laughs> killing our playgrounds. <laughs> capitalism has taken our playgrounds. Um, no, capitalism is what gave you that playground. Hey, we're in the late stages of it, though. Have you thought about that at all as a as a new parent, Charles? Like uh, taking taking your kid to the playground, but also just like managing them in public when they're trying to like fool around and like hide from you and everything's a game, you know, as a toddler. Kind of not too much, to be honest. It's pretty day by day right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's super early. Please sleep for the love of God. Please sleep. (laughs) Literally just trying to help them survive. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm not thinking about uh, Ross's uh, clearance aisle. Dude, <laughs> it's it's funny you bring that up because uh, that's exactly where uh, the story takes place. And the story comes from our very own Oselli. Hey. I can't remember if they're in the Shout chat, out. but Oselli, thank you for this story. This uh, takes place in uh, the town they live in. They say, in, a town we, in the town we live in, we have a clothing store called Ross. It's, it's, fairly, <laughs> it's fairly large and has some great deals. Well, luckily for you... Oselli, Ross is a is everywhere. <laughs> so no matter what town you go to, you're gonna get uh, great deals. Did they have Ross on the Big Island? <laughs> on the Aina? I'm pretty sure. I mean, we had him in Oahu. <laughs> it's like but Ricky. <laughs> Oselli has a kid. They run over to Ross to get some home decor. I had to run in real quick. Usually, I'll like put my kid in the in the shopping cart with a little seatbelt if it's a longer run, but this is going to be an in and out thing. So I figured it was fine to have them running loose. As soon as we get in the store, <laughs> starts playing hide and go seek. <laughs> and Oselli's fine with it, you know, like kind of going along with it for a little bit. They're chasing each other around like one of the racks of clothing. And he's like, boo on one side and like going back and forth. Kid goes inside the racks and, Oselli can clearly see, you know, the the clothes, the chunk of clothes that are like sticking out <laughs> and can see the little legs like scurrying underneath, opens it up and sure thing, he's there, scares him and then starts running away again. After a minute or two of this, uh, he says, all right, we got to uh, we got to we got to go. So let's go <laughs> stop. But says, OK, we have to go. Come on. He, being two years old, obviously does not listen, wants to keep playing. He runs to the coats area and takes a right. I am right behind him, and I chase him down, and he's not there. I look behind me. He's not there. I look on the other side of the aisle. Not there. I get on the floor to look for him, and he's not there. Start to panic just a little bit and get a rush feeling of dread and adrenaline and backtracks to the dresses where they were is looking through all those clothes can't find him so oselli's a little nervous doesn't want to leave the area to go talk to like a store clerk to like go on the what is it the pa system like inter- yeah. Yeah. yeah intercom whatever to announce a, a missing child so he starts like yelling for help he's like hello hello i need help and a lady rushes over he explains, I, I can't find my child. I've, I've been looking for the last couple minutes. No sign anywhere. Super strange because he is right on his tail and then just gone. So the lady rushes over to like the kiosk or whatever and uh, calls it calls a code Adam. Did you know that was a thing? That's what no, it was called? No. Huh. 
calls a code Adam, and they put the store on lockdown. Um, so the manager comes back and starts asking questions, you know, this kid's name, age, what was he wearing, what does he look like? We can get a bunch of people to start helping to look. He's in panic mode, but he's trying to cooperate. Luckily, Oselli had snapped a, a selfie of, of them in the car earlier, like while they were driving, running errands, yeah. sent it to his wife. Um, so he shows uh, shows her the picture. I'm like, cool. Uh, well, let's start looking. Uh, it's been about ten or fifteen minutes, and nobody can see them. Uh, he, he says, "I see everyone in the store looking and going through racks, opening them, looking for this child." It's been about twenty minutes, and I call my wife. Dude, uh, twenty minutes. Yeah. That's a long time, dude. Explaining in a very hysteric state, and the police comes at that point. They're let in by the manager. Uh, apparently, they locked down the store. I didn't know that was a thing. But, yeah, they locked down the store so nobody could come in or go out. So they let the police in, and the police starts asking questions, same questions. He's starting to get a little agitated and obviously impatient and, and more worried by the minute. The clerk asks what he's wearing again, and he's getting annoyed that people are asking the same questions. He's feeling overwhelmed. At this point, he has, like... He's saying the same thing over and over. He's a yellow zip-up hoodie, a gray shirt, jeans, Paul Paul Patrol shoes. And they're looking at the racks of clothes now. And he thought this was odd, but they explained that it's possible that somebody might have kidnapped your child. And in cases like this, a lot of times, especially in clothing stores, they'll switch the clothes of the child. Oh, Ugh. shit. So they're looking for the Paw Patrol shoes, the yellow zip-up hoodie, the gray shirt, and the jeans in the clothing now. Like discarded. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like hung up back on the rack, mixed in with all the other clothes, which is crazy. I've never thought about that. So 40 minutes pass by. And at this point, he said there's about 80 people in the store, and they're all looking. And nobody can find his kid. Bro, this is not appropriate. It's crazy. But like, this kid is destroying hide and seek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that point. But um, he's like, you never called Ollie Ollie Oxen free. <laughs> so he's talking to his, he's talking to his wife on the phone, giving her updates. She's worried. But what can you do? Everyone's doing their best to find this kid. The One of the store clerks comes to him with a recording of the security footage. So while everybody's looking, he's like reviewing footage in the back. And in the recording, and the clerk is explaining what, he, what the recording is. He's saying, this is you and your son when you walked in. I can see you guys like, you know, playing around a little bit around the racks. And then you guys go off camera. And then you come back looking frantically in between the time that you walked into the store and then started frantically looking for a child is about two minutes. And in those two minutes, only two people had entered or left the store and none of them had a child with them. Very clear to see in this footage. So your son has to be here in the store somewhere, right? The rear doors have been checked. No one has left the building. Oselli talks about how it gave me some type of comfort knowing that my child still has to be, you know, around somewhere. An hour has passed. And a lady from across the store yells, I think I found him and 
picks up this boy and raises him up Simba style, he says. Nah. <laughs> and, and, and the kid sees dad, Oselli, and yells, you, f- you got me, daddy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and laughs as if he was only gone for five seconds. Oh. Runs to him, examines him. No mark on him, no scratches, no bruises, no crying, no puffy red face or eyes, uh, no soiled Just a winner. No soiled diaper, <laughs> doesn't look frightened or scared. And I asked how the lady found him, and she said that she just had this feeling that she needed to go to the men's coats. She looked between there and found him there. It was a little bit over an hour that my child disappeared for. I really don't think he was kidnapped because it's almost impossible to keep a two-year-old quiet for over an hour without the child crying and screaming. The only explanation I have is that my child went through a portal or a glitch in time in Ross. Uh, I know it sounds crazy, but there's no other way I can explain the long time he was gone or the fact that he wasn't crying when he was found. It's very bizarre. Either that or my son is the number one champion of hide and seek. (laughs) Dude, all jokes inside, that literally would be like the worst, most devastating thing in the world. Also, so having said that, (laughs) even more frustrating that you're in like, they're still in the store. Like, where (laughs) could this kid be? (laughs) You know, that reminded me of is uh, the missing 411 case where that kid is in the in the Glen or whatever, Mm -hmm. like in the field and he's playing hide and seek with his homies. Goes into a bush, gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that unfortunately, because of this podcast, uh, that's probably exactly where my mind would go. Like if I couldn't find my child for a second, I'd be like, uh, glitch, Mitch, aliens, uh, you know, Bigfoot. Yeah. I'd be terrified. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, Reed. Yeah. Homie yeah. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Thailand. He has, he has two kids. Uh, his youngest is like four. And is very small for his age, like very small, tiny. Uh, like he looks too. You know what I mean? Like he's tiny. Maybe not that dramatic. But well, you had a dramatic. you had a Thai person and a Vietnamese person <laughs> and like a child. So <laughs> their child was small. No, like but Reed, reads reads tall. But anyway, Reed said, uh, "Baby boy recently has loved uh, hiding from us, <laughs> and he's very good at it." Like he'll go in a hamper and like put clothes on himself and be silent. And then they'll be calling his name and he won't. (laughs) And he's like, it gets scary sometimes. You got to put a, you got to insert like a air tag in that boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I could only imagine like that type of stress, but way bigger because you're in public. You're in Ross, dude. Yeah. You almost lost it at Ross. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. There was a, I think the very first glitch in the Matrix story that I shared was of, I think it was like an ice cream shop. It was at a strip mall. That where, sounds familiar. Where they like walked through. It was like a small storefront. And then like, it's been so long. I'm probably butchering, but they like got lost inside. Like they couldn't find the door. And it was almost like a backrooms type situation when it was like, I think it was like an ice cream shop. And it's like, there's nowhere to go in the ice cream shop. Like they turned around and like the door was gone or something. And then they were just like, tried to find a back door and then they were backtracking and like everything was different every time they were coming Mm. back. And it was, uh, so like glitch in the matrix in, uh, these, uh, department stores are running Uh, rampant. I'm glad you found your child. Yeah. And no harm was done. And you taught him too well. 
He's a good hider. <laughs> but that's a that's a scary story for sure. Yeah, trying to hit it close to home for you, you know? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm all stressed now. I'm going to end it early to go make sure my child is here. Um, cool. That's, that's I'll it. close this out. Yeah. I have three stories. I'm going to share two. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. All right, this first one is from a l- recent listener. She just started listening. She hit us up on IG. I hit her with the, thanks for listening. You got any stories? She's like, eh, yeah, I have one. And she hit us with this one. It's a short one, but it's fun. I really like it. It's Brianna or Brianna. A recent listener and lives in a small town in Texas of Ennis. E-N-N-I-S. It's like near Dallas. Sean, any familiarity with it? Ennis near Dallas? Yeah. No, Dallas is one of the few big cities I haven't been to. That's good. Put it on the list. Dallas sucks ass. (laughs) (laughs) Throw shade on Dallas. Yeah, for no reason. Just innocent bystanders. (laughs) Um, I, I feel like Ennis sounds familiar. I feel like it might be in the Kimberly story, but I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, our homie B, she says, I'm what, uh, people call us Chicano or in her case, Chicana. So she's Mexican. She grew up Mexican, American, Mexican, American parents. Um, she said, believing in Mexican myths, remedies, things like that. Right. So very like Mexican centric household when she was like four or five. She started having these experiences and she remembers them very, very clearly. She said, I would always wake up in the morning, pull off my blankets and I'd look down and my legs would be covered in scratches, just like long scratches. Maybe not like to the point of bleeding, but like irritated, red, broken skin. Freaked out. She'd run and tell her mom. Her mom would like look at her and kind of laugh and jokingly say, it's the brujas. Oh, that's brujas. That's witches. And she said, it's probably because you're being so bad. Shouldn't be naughty. Shouldn't be so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, uh, growing up, I, I remember not being like a bad child. So like, I know my mom wasn't being serious when she said this. And dude, I was thinking about like such... I have a lot of Mexican homies I grew up with. So Mexican parenting, bro. (laughs) It's like to scare your child. Uh, I had a friend who was like four and his dad made him watch Chucky and told him like, if you're not good, this thing will kill you. (laughs) That was like their discipline, dude. Um, Anyway, our homie B, she says, so this scared the shit out of me because now she thinks brujas are attacking her at night, right? Eventually it goes on long enough. It doesn't happen, right? She doesn't remember it. It, it, It's like been maybe a couple months for, for a six year old. That's like years. Um, a couple months go by. She completely forgets about it. One night she remembers she went to sleep in her parents' room in their bed. So she sprawled out like this. Mom is on her left side. Dad's on her right side. And she said she remembers it so vividly, like dad's snoring, she's sleeping snug and she kind of starts to wake up and she like bleary eyed looks around the room and she said their parents had a small aquarium in the room. So you could see like the lights being cast on the ceiling and things like that. And as she's like looking around, her vision starts to go black and she realizes like her eyes are open. It's not because she can't see it's because the blanket is starting to go like this and rise up over her face. And then she realizes she can feel both of her legs 
someone is grabbing them and pulling her into the sheets, into the blankets. So she's just sliding down. Nah. And you're in bed, so there's no chancla on to throw at it. (laughs) She's like, oh, shit. Like, went for the chanclas first. (laughs) You have no weapons. (laughs) You have no power here. She said, like, all at once, she's wide awake, and she realizes what's happening, and she is scared shitless. She's completely under the blanket. Her hands are out. She starts flailing. And uh, both her parents wake up, and everything stops. But both of her legs are completely covered in scratches. After that, nothing else happened. For many, many years, nothing happened. She said, until a couple months ago. So now she's old, or older. I don't know how old she is. (laughs) She's like mid-20s, early 20s she looks like. She's out on her own. She lives with her boyfriend. She said, a couple months ago, me and my boyfriend were outside partaking of the devil's lettuce and it was perfect we had some food we had some drink we had light music maybe uh the weather's perfect and they're just chilling dude it's uh getting darker and darker outside they're hanging out they're having a good time so as they're sitting there it gets darker and darker tells pretty pretty pitch black outside and in the back of their yard they have trees and there's kind of one tree that's prominent like in the middle and they're looking at it and they see the wind shake like shaking the leaves But as they're looking at it, both of them silently come to the conclusion like something's off. The tree is just like and starts shaking. She said, my first instinct was like, yo, I smoke too much. I'm tripping. (laughs) But she looks at her boyfriend and he's staring at the tree too. And she's like, do you see that? And he's like, yeah, I see that. And the tree is shaking and it stops. She said, the mood, gone. The vibe, gone. Whereas a second ago, it was like the best all of a sudden she's like i could feel heaviness and silence and something was off they go back inside doing this was kind of their nightly routine so they do this for the next three nights and the next three nights same thing would happen it would be chill until all of a sudden they would see the tree it would start shaking and uh they would say all right let's go the vibe would change not fun until the fourth night Fourth night, same thing happens. Tree starts shaking. It stops. And they're sitting there. They're going to get ready to go back inside. But this time they hear whistling. Whistling coming from the trees. Nope. Instantly, all these stories come back to her from her childhood. She remembers being told, you know, brujas will whistle at night when they're close. Things of that nature. We know whistling comes up in so many different cultures. Hair stands up on the back of her neck. She said it was like the most unholy, gross, sick feeling. It wasn't like a human whistle. It wasn't someone calling their dog. This thing was evil. She jumps up ready to go inside. And her boyfriend just starts going off in Spanish. Like, caramba. Oh, my God. Bart Simpson? No. Uh, No, she's like, you know, just yelling everything at it. And she said, like, that's something we're taught as kids, too, as Mexicans is like, dude, you just go right at the spirit, yell <laughs> at it, like, get it out there, tell it you don't want it. Anyway, so he straight up just starts talking shit to it. She said the second he started doing that, the whistling stopped, the tree stops shaking, and it was like, 
done. She hasn't had any experiences like this since, but she said every time she lets her dogs out, she can tell like something's up. And when she walks them at night, uh, they'll like start crying randomly. They'll start barking uncontrollably always when they get back to like near where that tree is. So she hasn't heard anything. She hasn't seen anything, but that's where it's at. And that was B's experience. Is chopping the tree not an option? <laughs> <laughs> no, because then you just turn it into a stump, dude. Oh, then, oh, then it's coming after Damn. you. Dog. Full circle over <laughs> here. Really screwed. Yeah. All right. You know what? I might keep it there. Okay. I'll save the other ones for later. Okay. okay. Guys, thank you so much. I love sharing listener subs. It's like my favorite. Even though like the deep dives are really fun and we learn a lot. I don't know what it is. I just love personal anecdote stories, scary stories, and like getting to interact with the people sending them in. You can ask them questions. It's the best. Yeah. No. So if you're listening, if you have a story, if you know someone with a story, get it sent in. We want to share it. I think that's like what makes 3AM unique and stands out from other scary story podcasts is they just go online, read on no sleep Reddit and share something that a 12 year old wrote, which, which <laughs> we've done to be real, which we've done hundred oh, percent. But what makes us unique is like your story and the listener story. That's like the best. So please send them in. Agreed. Agreed. And dudes, 150 episodes. Oh yeah. Whoa. That's tonight, bro. Didn't even realize. Right here. It's 150th episode. It's a, it's, that's let's a all, lot. Let's all touch. Clap. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Crazy. It's Christmas. Everyone. I hope everyone's having a good time. Holidays are hard for some people. And to hard for you, you know, I apologize. Sorry. That sucks. No. You can listen to another episode. Hang out with us a little longer. <laughs> um, actually, if you want, plugging the Patreon, we're thinking about doing a Patreon only meetup on discord so you can have like a big room and everyone can have their camera on and we can hang out with all our patreon oh yeah patrons or even just a voice room yeah yeah or voice um yeah if you don't want to have your camera on you don't have to but (laughs) we could hang out you guys could ask us any questions you want about any story you want and i actually have a couple stories that i've been asked to not share on stream that i will share there and they will never get recorded or sent out let's go (laughs) So, yeah, if you want to become a patron, support the podcast, get access to all of our bonus stories and maybe hang out with us soon, head over to patreon.com slash the 3 a.m. pod. Send in your stories. Keep it going. Have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Love you so much. Anything else? I'm going to be playing more games over the next couple weeks. Uh, I think I'm going to play the Mortuary's Assistant. Fun. Dude, do another round with Tristan. Yeah, I'll, I'll do another round. I, I'm trying to get my little brother to play too because he's a he's a good time, man. And he's good at games too. So, yeah, especially with uh, the holidays, we'll have more time. So, I'll, I'll get a, a couple rounds in there. But besides that, Merry Christmas to everybody. And uh, we love y'all. Or, did you have something, Sean? Oh, I was going to say happy holidays to everyone. Dude, as they say in the island, the Ina. Mele Kaliki Maka. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Trust your gut. But, uh, watch your back. My love you. Be safe. Be careful out there. See everybody. Okay, bye. bye.
Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of 3AM. If you want to support us, visit our Patreon where patrons have access to exclusive content. If you're not able to support us monetarily, don't worry. This episode is on us. You can still rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. It really does go a long way. You can also follow us on social media. Our handle everywhere, including Patreon, is the 3AM Pod. Finally, do you have any scary stories? If so, submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 24 hours ago, I found out the person I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months as a con man. That is my sister, Emma. Andrew Tonks's lies had been so convincing. She'd invested $300,000 with him. However, the tables were about to turn on Andrew. What he didn't know was that Emma had discovered his real identity. But to get any chance of justice, Emma had to act like it was business as usual. Coming up in this series, and that's when murder, all this stuff goes through my mind. I'm really, really scared. I'm assuming Sarah has watched too much Netflix and figures I've been defrauding you. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what this was, a real-life story that seems so unbelievable, but it was actually true. A true story that all starts with one simple swipe to the right. I'm Sarah Ferris. And I'm Emma Ferris. And this is my story, Conning the Con. <laughs> 